Welcome back to the Speed 6 podcast. This evening I am joined by Devin. Hello. Jake Lynch. Hello everyone. Richard Wesson. God, you didn't say Weeson. Yeah, I think we have this conversation every episode. Weeson. I, I can say Weeson if you want me to say Weeson. Uh, say Wesson, I want people to get in the habit of it. <laughs> You're not important, bro. We've got a new logo, haven't we? We do. Some very I'm exciting news. You, you designed it from scratch. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the only thing made in Adam's shed. Oh, yeah. I um, just want to say thank you for the brilliant response we've had for last week's episode of AM Details. His community has been amazing. And he's been amazing, sharing us to everything. And I think people really enjoyed that episode. A lot of good knowledge from him. Hopefully, he'll be back in the near future. Definitely. Absolutely. That's what we like to hear. We've got a giveaway going, haven't we? Did you want to have a quick chat about that, Jake? As you're kind of the giveaway man. Giveaway guy. Speed Six Distributions Manager Professional. That's the one. Uh, yeah, that one. Um, yeah, it went live whenever Adam put it live in the week. It is a bundle from Car Clean Wax 110. Uh, I can't remember what's in it. It's three waxes and then four products. I can't remember what all the products are, but uh, well worth an entry over on Instagram at the Detailing Podcast. You didn't really sell that very well, to be honest, did no. you? <laughs> Trying to keep it short and sweet. Uh, in, short in and sweet. Way. You just don't even know what you're giving away. <laughs> I know it's four products oh. and three waxes. Okay, no foam, shampoo, wheel cleaner, interior detailer, and three waxes. There oh, we go. Fair. Thanks. Well ribs. Good boy, Dev. You've done something good. I take this seriously. Well done. <laughs> and of course, congratulations to I've forgotten her name who <laughs> won the Star Nicholas <laughs> giveaway. Another <laughs> one. We're not doing very well today, are we? Is it Laz? This is a bad start. It is uh, yeah. Well. It's her name is Vicky. Hell yeah, her name is Vicky. I'm just trying to find what her Instagram was. Vicky IG dot X. So this week we are starting our new series, which may not be for everybody. Hopefully it'll be enjoyed, and it is detailing in depth, and I bet you can't guess what it involves. Depth and detailing. Yeah. Gardening. Yeah, gardening. It's going to be detailing slash valeting in depth. Oh, <laughs> But yeah, we we'd, we'd take a deeper dive into certain aspects of the car care routine which sounds incredibly boring now I've said it out loud, but mm. I'm sure we can spice it up a bit. Bit of pepper. I'm sure we can. Spicy as mayo. I did want to say a massive thank you to Michael over at Infinity Wax for giving us a hand with some of the science behind this episode. I appreciate him dealing with me, pestering him for with loads of questions, but I think we've got there in the end. So I'm sure you're aware from the title, we are covering wheels and tyres. Now it's going to be just cleaning only, so we're going to leave out any decontamination, any protection, any dressings they'll be in a future episode or episodes. So why start with wheels and tyres? I personally start with arches. Yeah, all right. Why just ruin everything? Yeah, but if if we're going to do this, we've got to do this in order. Okay, sorry. Right. Am I the only one that starts with arches or do people go wheels first? No, you're not the only one. 
However, <coughs> I, I started wax first, usually. <laughs> straight in with the machine polisher. No, I, don't, I appreciate what you're saying, Rich, and I agree with you. But I'm, that's kind of being all lumped together is kind of that area. Obviously, if you've got super muddy arches, you're not going to go and do them last, are you? Well, you, you'd be surprised. Well, yeah. But yeah, you want to kind of do that area first so you don't end up washing the bodywork and then blasting loads of mud and brake dust all up the sides, do you? Been there. Okay. Done that. Yeah. Would you do I'm it again? Sure. Start somewhere, mate. Um, no, because it was pain in the ass, isn't it? Just doing your job twice. Exactly. So I want to briefly explain quite an important term before we get into it. You may have heard the words detergent or surfactant, or you may have not. Surfactant? Yes, Jake. Surfactant. Sorry? I don't know. Just surfactant doesn't sound right. Well, it, it's, it's... What did you think it was? <laughs> like surfactant or something. It's not really a word I've thought of before, to be oh honest. Oh, my God. Well, it's a surface active agent. So surfactant. Well, yes, I know that. Oh, my God. Did, so did you know that? You didn't yeah, know that, did you? Because you were, with, with your previous logic, you would have thought it was surface active agent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all know active is not a word, Jake. Sorry, Dev. Sorry, sir. <laughs> well, should we apologize to Adam? Really? Sorry, Adam. It's all right. He's a You will be thank sorry. You. Yeah, thank you. Oh, that's reminded me. I, I, I'm not a, I'm a surface scientist or whatever. Um, so don't take anything I've said as gospel. It's been a mixture of my own research and, and from Michael Infinity Works. So, so if you're wrong, you're both wrong. Yeah. To basically just ignore everything Adam says this episode. Any complaints, email them straight to Infinity Works. <laughs> <laughs> so, surfactants or surfactants, as Jake says. Um, yes. Very important in detailing, right? Uh, I'm not going to go into all the different types of surfactant and really go into what they do because that will bore everybody to death, I think. Mm. I'm sure you'd agree. Yeah. But the basics is it's a big molecule that will lower surface tension between two liquids or a liquid and a solid. Not going to go into that too much. So they're basically used as either emulsifiers, detergents, or wetting agents or foaming agents. So quite a large range of applications in detailing. Very important. So like I said, they're these kind of quite large molecules We've got a head and a tail piece. Now, the head is hydrophilic, which means it loves water. The opposite of hydrophobic, which I'm sure everybody is a, is a word everybody's aware of with kind of protection and repelling water. I know. Thank you, Jake. Thank you. Well done, Jake. Thank you. So it's got a water-loving head and a water-hating tail. So hydrophobic tail, hydrophilic head which basically means that it can bind to both water and oils, because I don't know what when you learn that, but water and oil don't mix, do they? No. No. Um, Science. Ask Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> so these surfactants will bind to kind of both 
um, liquids and form an emulsion, which is the mixing of those two liquids that wouldn't usually mix. So think of it like washing up liquid. You can clean greasy pans or whatever with washing up liquid because it binds the water and the oils together. And I'll tell you what can... I love doing is dropping a bit of fairy liquid in an oily pan and watching it disperse. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like dropping it in the wash bucket. Oh, yeah. I think that's the best application for fairy liquid, isn't it? Stripped Definitely. LSP. Absolutely. Oh, God, don't start that. <laughs> this, all, this information is from Infinity Wax. Yeah, Infinity Wax are telling you to uh, use fairy liquid on your car. And they're not before Michael has a go at me. Sorry. So, binding of oil and water together. And once that happens, you can just wash away the product with normal water. That's the basics of it. Magical. Something like that. So... We're going to kick things off with tyres. Because I personally do tyres before wheels. What about you lot? <coughs> wheels first. Yeah. Just because, in my opinion, tyres don't really carry much brake dust. And I think brake dust is worse than a bit of mud and road salt. Also, Go on. now, just let's get this in there early. If you're using an acidic wheel cleaner... Here we go. And it's obviously it's going to start dripping down the tire Le- next time you use acid le- let it dry onto the tire like you know after you've rinsed it and look at the brown so wheels first especially if you're using something strong that then give your tires idea. a bloody good scrub sounds a really bad idea <laughs> I wouldn't take anything Jake says as a recommendation yeah, yeah, no, I mean I'm not recommending you do it but we just said to no, oh, like yeah, the old was... American muscle cars where they got white walls. <laughs> it's only because the acid was left on. <laughs> oh dear! But obviously, when when your wheel cleaners are you know dripping off your off your wheels and onto your tires, yes, you're going to rinse them away. But where you're not agitating, obviously, it can still get into the pores of the tire, and then obviously that is that is just sat there then until you until you give it a scrub. With a dedicated tyre cleaner or an APC, depending on what kind of person you are. We're going to get into that in a minute. Oh, finally. I cannot wait wait for it. (laughs) I I personally do one round with a a tyre cleaner, then do the wheels, then do another round. Just because I know in the majority of the cars I do are absolutely filthy. So it's going to take at least probably two hits of a tyre cleaner. So I just, I don't know, that's just my How many hits of APC? Uh, too many. Too many. Controversial. Well, dedicated tyre cleaners are a controversial topic. I are. Uh, I cannot wait for this. Some people swear by them. Some people say absolute waste of money. They definitely haven't used them. Who here uses dedicated tyre cleaners regularly? Puts hand up. This guy. Mm, I want to say I do on every car, but I'd be I'm lying. I'm a business point of view. No, I, 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 I'll be honest, it's just out of laziness. I, I don't know your f***ing customers listening, you lazy little bastard. <laughs> like, I'll, use it, I'll use it most of the time. No, don't go backtracking now. No, I said, I said that, but a lot of the time, if I'm feeling, if I'm feeling lazy, oh it'll just God. be whatever, whatever's closest to hat. Well, I'm Auto really, I'm smart use... TARDIS. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah straight in there with uh, tar and glue. 90% of the time. There you go. 90% mm. of the time. All right. Yeah. 
Not good enough. So an APC or a citrus cleaner, it will do the same job as a tire cleaner. We cannot dispute that. No. Can we? No. So why should we use a dedicated tire cleaner, if at all? Same points. Loads of same points. Yeah, no, to be honest, tire cleaner is cheaper than the APC. Controversial. Hmm. So, £5 for a litre of RRC, and if you get rebound on a sale, then it works out probably cheaper, doesn't it? Because you get like 5 litres of 500ml bottle and a tire cleaning brush for like 25 quid. Mm-hmm. I actually I actually worked it out, right, with the yeah, RRC tire cleaner, like the 1 litre bottle, and it worked out to be for a single hit on four tyres, it worked out at five pence of product. So how many no. sprays is that per tyre? That was three sprays per tyre. Which is easily easily manageable. Yeah. Hand eye sp- coordination got to be on point though. Three sprays on I use it on a wet tyre and then just go for it. Obviously if you've got really, really bad tyres, it probably won't go yeah. one hit. But generally speaking you can fully clean a tire with one application of a dedicated tire cleaner, then three or four applications for an APC or whatever. Even if you use it like one to four, it's still not strong enough for tires, in my opinion. Like for APC. No, I agree. The main selling point is it is much, much faster than an APC or a Citrus. Yeah, because you've only got to do it once. Exactly. Unless you're Adam and do it two times like a f- spech. To be fair, I always do it two times. Oh, Time is money. Time yeah. is money. Do you want to know how tire cleaners work? I know no. you do. I mean, yes, definitely. Yeah, yes. that was the right answer. That's what we practiced, Dev. That was the right answer. Okay, thank you. Right, time for a bit of science. Oh, no, not again. I mean, yeah. I know, I know this science, but I only know it because I'm reading it on the dock. <laughs> At least you're honest about it. Can I read it out so it, so it makes me feel like really professional, like you? No, no, because you struggle to read. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> okay, so generally speaking, tire cleaners, right? Obviously, it will differ from brand to brand. And like everything we're going to say in this episode is going to be sort of generally speaking. So if one brand comes to me saying, oh, no, our tire cleaner isn't made like that, or oh, no, our wheel cleaner uses this ingredient, this is just generally. Just get that out of the way. So before I get into it, um, I don't do this sort of chemistry. I'm I do biochemistry, which is similar in some ways, but not really. So tire cleaners, you want a blend of surfactants and additives that have a low molecular mass. So that means they can get into the upper structure of the tire really, really quickly, and that's where they have their advantage over APCs, which do the same thing. It's just um, with these lighter surfactants, it's not necessarily a case of cleaning power. It's more of getting it cleaner faster using less product. Overall, it's just much more efficient. If that makes sense. Remember, kids, time is money. Time is money. And also, generally speaking, won't leave any residue like some APCs do. So it'll have a really, really nice fresh finish for when you want to apply a tire dressing or, or whatever. So yeah, the idea is a more effective and a more efficient clean. And there is also some kind of speculation around APCs damaging tyres, but there's not really any concrete evidence on that. 
I will argue though. I know Surfex is an APC, but it's more degreaser. But when you use that on tires, it leaves them really grey and like malnourished. Mm. If, especially if you're using stronger dilution, you Does... can literally, like people like to say our oh, grey tires are clean tires, but it just pretty much stripped all of like the what do you call it, so like, all the oils and stuff out of it. Mm. Well, the thing is, if you're using a dedicated product, you know it's designed for that specific purpose, don't you? Yeah. So you yeah. know it's going to work well and going to work properly. Mm. But I don't see why people say that, like, <coughs> oh, why are there wheel shampoos? Why are there tire cleaners? We already have products that do it. Like, what? why is there a reason not to use dedicated products? Do you mean Maybe dedicated products in general, or...? Yeah, sort of thing. Like, obviously, there's some things what we've obviously argued that are quite point pointless. Like, things plastic like cleaner. your plastic cleaner and stuff like that. That's a bit too far. But tire cleaners definitely room in the market for wheel shampoos. If you've used one and used a good one, you'll know that they are actually quite a lot different to a usual shampoo. Mm. And it's not until you actually use one that you realise the differences. You see a lot of people arguing against things like wheel shampoo and tire cleaners. Generally, the people who are most vocal about not using them are the people that have never used them. Yeah. Obviously, some people are open to the option of trying it, and then other people just point-blank refuse. I think you should always be open to it. Yeah. I think sometimes people want to keep their arsenal sort of to a minimal which you can't blame them for. You don't want to be lugging around 20 different bottles of dedicated <laughs> products, but... That is agreed, yeah. Yeah. Some people also feel like it's just wasting like more money on unnecessary things without, obviously... But the products I... aren't really expensive and they save you money in the long run. Yeah, because you'll, you won't be using that APC that you usually use. Yeah, you save it for, like, door jams and stuff like that. Yeah, I think I think the argument that it's a waste of money is just pointless because I don't think it's true at all. It's just a lot of stubbornness. There is a lot the trouble, of that. The trouble is you can obviously buy like 25 litres of bulk APC and it will be dirt cheap, yes. Yeah. But in, most people aren't buying 25 litres at a time. They're, sort of, they're doing what we do where we sort of swap between products, always trying stuff new. Mm. Mm. Definitely. So... Why not use a dedicated tie cleaner next? But it, yeah, it's generally the kind of business owners who are more against dedicated products, <laughs> aren't they? Because they're just in that mindset: keep cost minimum, buy as little as possible, and they'll buy like I don't know, twenty-five plus liters of APC at a time, potentially. And yeah, obviously, if you're banging out ten plus cars a day then you can sort of see the reasoning for it because you probably would go through like a litre of tyre cleaner a day. But most people aren't doing 10 plus cars a day. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm, I don't think the, the kind of reasoning behind not using a dedicated product, they're not very strong arguments. I mean, it is, of course, it's down to preference, isn't it? If you don't want to buy another product to have, that's fine. But most people love buying new stuff. Just any mm. any excuse to buy more. I fall into that trap. <laughs> this guy. This <laughs> guy right here, right here. To be fair, Devon probably is the worst out of all of us for it. Or oh, the best. Depends how you look at it. Oh, that's true. Very true. 
got a question for you lot. Okay. Um, really, really important, deep question here. Cool. Do, do I need my lawyer? <laughs> do you rinse your tyres first? Oh. Elaborate. Yeah. So if you go to clean your tyre, would you first give it a pressure rinse or would you just go straight in with a tyre cleaner and screw up? I personally clean my wheels before tyres, so it's going to get wet when I'm rinsing them anyway. Yeah, same as yeah, Rich. There you go. Good answer. Yeah, I do it different. Because so, I'm pretty crazy. I'll <laughs> so, obviously rinse it all down, and then I like to frame a tyre cleaner on, and then frame a wheel cleaner on. Are you, are you, are you following? That so I spray a wheel time. cleaner on, and then it's dwelling. Yeah. And then I'm gonna. It depends on which wheel cleaner. If I'm using like a fallout wheel cleaner, then I won't because it, it'll like mix with the. It'll go into the tires and I'll end up rubbing it around. But if it's just like a normal non-acidic wheel cleaner, um, then yeah, and then I'll just I'll start scrubbing the tires then. And then once I finish scrubbing the tires, then I get on with the wheels and then rinse it all off in a wanna. Boom. Mad Whoa, Mad Deb, you really are the creator. Time is money. I'm not a sheep. I don't follow crowds. I set trends. My sort of tire cleaning stage is, is a bit excessive, but at the end of the day, I do have gloss black wheels, so yeah. I can sort of justify it. So how I go about it is, obviously, I use a normal sort of pre-wash. Don't rinse the wheels before, because I want my pre-wash to literally attack the dirt rather than get more diluted in water. Interesting. Yes, a lot of people argue against it. I know, yeah. but it's how, it's how I do things around I'll here. I'll talk about that after you've finished. Yes, and then, so initial hit of um, like a pre-wash, then I rinse, and then I hit it with wheel cleaner because obviously it's actually designed to attack the brake dust and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and then rinse again, and then apply wheel cleaner, let it soak in a bit more, contact wash, rinse, and then wheel faces, but I'll apply my tire cleaner before I do my wheel faces, clean wheel faces, clean tires, rinse in one. I'm not going to pretend like I followed that, but yeah. I'm trusting you your lo- methods. You lost me at tires. <laughs> well, that, that, that was the end bit. <laughs> okay, well, I was here the whole time. Great method, mate. Well done. Well, thanks. But... The whole <laughs> rinsing before applying products is always debated, isn't it? snow foams, other pre-washes, where wheel cleaners, stuff like that. I personally always rinse first, just like a high pressure. Yeah, that's why. No, I the way I, I the way I see it is obviously you've got just a, a big layer of surface dirt. Well if you cast dirt obviously. You've got a layer of surface dirt and if you spray on a cleaner dry, it's only going to attack the real loose surface stuff. But then if you pressure rinse it off, you're going to take off that loose stuff and then the stuff underneath will be easily accessible. The more stubborn stuff will get in contact with the cleaner. But Yeah, but I, I always... Are, no, sorry, Adam. No, no, I think I know what you're going no, to say. No, no, I heard you say but and you're going to pretty much finish my argument, I think. Yeah, no, carry on. I want to, hit, I want to see if you can say the same thing I do. <laughs> but obviously, water on the surface, if you're yeah. applying water, well, a product onto water, it's mm. one diluting it more mm-hmm. and that water's pretty much sitting on the layer of dirt anyway so it's sort of yeah. your product is not hitting the dirt as much as it would if it was dry in my opinion yeah 
to be honest, unless your car has like a super thick cake of mud, I don't think it really matters. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's one of them arguments like you say you do it one way, another person will argue about the other way. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter unless you like you've got a massive Land Rover that's been off roading, and obviously you wouldn't apply neat pre wash to that. No. You've got huge chunks of mud. No, obviously, for stuff like that, you're definitely getting the big lumps off. Yeah, but yeah. From my like personal cleaning, like my car, my car gets dirty, but it's never like clumps of mud. It might be like muddy water on there. Mm. But it's never like full on clumps of mud. It never goes off road unless I end up in a ditch one day. But <laughs> <laughs> too much beans around the corner. Yeah, too much confidence. <laughs> Especially in the Belingo. Run out of luck. In the Belingo. <laughs> <laughs> the Belingo, if you put it in a ditch, will end up like down the river. It just, it's a boat anyway. So. <laughs> oh. Put some coilovers on it. Oh my god. You need a wing on it. What, one of them eBay ones was about 10 centimetres <laughs> wide. <laughs> I might actually do that. Do it, man. <laughs> Get a splitter on there as well. Maybe a diffuser. Go all out. Cherry bomb exhaust on the back. Oh, My boss God. is actually in talks with getting me a new van. I can't believe it. Oh, wow! What's what it going to be? Well, he he's getting a new van on lease, and he's seen how it goes. Oh right. Just nick the keys. So he'll just get his old one. He uh, He's he's got a worse van than me. Oh God. All oh, right. Jesus. How can it be any worse? Uh, it's a Peugeot partner with no parking. Does he drive Adam's van? Oi, me though. I've got another reason why I like to make sure the tyre's wet before I spray a tyre cleaner on. Lubrication. You know it. Do you not find it spreads better? Yes. Definitely spreads better. Yeah. I bet you haven't even tried to check, have you? Yeah, oh, I always do. <laughs> well, every, every time I use a dedicated tyre... You tire always do, 90% of the time. time. Yeah, yeah 90% <laughs> of the time I do. Never right. go in dry. No, yeah. If you take anything away from this episode, you take that. We're full of consumer advice. Exactly. Speaking of consumer advice, which ones would we recommend? Not one oh, Jake's right, <laughs> Not one Jake's. <laughs> I've only personally used the RRC tie cleaner and auto glands rebound. Snap. Well, Snap. actually, 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 no, I've used it. Enzo one. Oh, I, I've used that as well, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Any good? It's all right. Yeah, it is all right. Yeah. It's expensive, though. Mm. We'll never buy it. It's like £12 for 500 mil. Yeah, you're too expensive, baby. Oh, too much, man. Too much. Yeah. That, is, that is quite a lot. And I, yeah. that, that supports the argument of tyre cleaners being too expensive. Yeah, that's the only time, that's the valid argument people have for that. Mm. But then you've got like RRC, which is four ninety five for a litre. Is that on your website? <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> when that works, the Enzo one is for five hundred milliliters. Fair five liters, sorry. It's like ten times the amount of five hundred mil. We were well off as well, by the way. The Enzo tire clean is fourteen fifty eight. What? Fifteen pounds for five hundred mil. That's outrageous. I'm I'm sorry, but there's obviously you can play the whole oh it's higher quality products etc cetera, etc. Cetera. But come on, that's ridiculous. Why don't they have five, five liters on the website anymore? What happened to the five liters? 
Actually, Yum Yum Car Care or Cars, whatever they're called, they've got a tire clear as well. Yeah, but that's not much cheaper. Yeah, I, I don't think that's too expensive. I think it's like a tenner, I think. Yeah, it's still expensive. Yeah, yeah that's tenner for 500 mil when you can have double that for half the price. Autogons rebounds a tenner in it for 500 mil. I can't remember. I oh, always considered I, that yes. fairly well priced, especially when you kind of go up into the liter. The five, the five liter ones, but I think it was it like thirty-two quid for something for like five liters of five hundred mm. mil bottle and then a tire scrubbing brush as well. Look, look, that's pretty good. That's what, yeah, that, really. the deal they did with the, the five hundred mil and that was really good. I think eight ninety-five for five hundred mil. Eight ninety-five, yeah. The Enzo one's nine ninety-five. So, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Enzo is like remortgage your house kind of time. <laughs> Monopoly money. <laughs> if you could pick your favourite out of those ones, which would you pick? RRC. Did you say RRC? Yeah. RRC. I, I prefer application of rebound than RRC. Yeah, the jelliness. Yeah, the fit. It's just it just feels slicker. I don't know. That sounds a bit weird, but it's just much nicer to to use. But I think there's a few that have either just released or are coming out soon that I think we get one again and try. As we said, the Dodo Juice one, which we've actually got, but need to. Jane needs to send it out to all of us. Yes. Standard. Tomorrow. I'll see it. It will all go yeah. tomorrow, yeah. boys. <laughs> uh, the Infinity Wax one looks really interesting, actually. Isn't that dilutable? Or am, I, am I making that up? <laughs> No, that's concentrate. Yeah, uh, I want to say Michael said it's five to one. Is it five to one or four to one? Because that makes life so awkward. Oh, I, I don't. Uh, I'm just trying to remember what Michael told me. A metric <laughs> look. <laughs> and of course, we've got the shiny garage one coming in soon. Never. I think it. I've actually got a little bottle of that somewhere. I'm, you tried it when you were last with me. Yeah, and it weren't. It weren't much different to RRC, was it? Oh. I think it was quite good, but because it had the the like stupid trigger on it it was difficult yeah, it to use it. but obviously that was because it was a sample bottle rather than a a proper bottle i found a lot of triggers with tire cleaner struggle of course Chigger the rrc white one no the rrc one is that's it's still usable but it's definitely died a bit rebound one died as well um i think it's just the nature of the product yeah my rrc um my rrc one in my bottle went to be fair, I'd nearly finished the entire bottle by the time it had died, but it did mm. it did die on me. I'm not sure what uh, Chiggerhead I had in mind because no, my... Chiggerhead is a type of trigger. <laughs> yeah, Chigger is not a general I think, word. I think I think that's that's the type of Chiggerhead I had on mine because I remember taking it off and cleaning it out once I finished the bottle. I think I put the um, the ultimate Chiggerhead on it. The really ultimate. nice ones. Yeah, I think we've done tires to death. I think. Can we can we do a quick stiff brush versus soft brush on tires? Stiff brush, stiff. It's gotta be stiff. I mean, depending on severity of the dirt, you could probably get rid of the contactless. Yeah, clean in some <laughs> cases. Yeah, the thing is, it's it's more of the spread around that you're aiming for than it is the cleaning with it. If you're going contactless, you sort of like if you spray it on, obviously you're gonna get. You want to work it around, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Even even a detail brush just to move it around, but then again, you might as well scrub your tires at that point. Yeah, because it's not contactless anymore, is it? No, I don't think you need to worry about swells on your tires. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Swirly tires, bloody hell! Mm. 
And it's, let's face it, if you're going to use a soft, like a soft detail brush, like the Carbon Collective one or something on your on your ties, you're basically it's just pointless because you're not actually going to do much scrubbing or removal of the grime out of tires with a really soft brush. Mm. I'd just go in with a tough shine tire brush. Other brushes are available generally and doesn't harm your tires really, does it? No. It's not like you're going to cut into the tires like with a brush. Accidentally give yourself a puncture. <laughs> Should we crack onto wheels? Yes. Yeah, because I've just realised we're like not even 10% of the way through the bloody list. Oi. No, we're fine. Don't worry about it. I'm sure... <laughs> biggest question is what makes cleaning wheels different to cleaning any other part of the car everything so you've obviously got your brakes there you go um, thank you that's the answer i wanted yeah stop talking jake okay just just brakes then yeah just brakes yeah nothing else there is different at all (laughs) but yeah you've you get your general kind of road grime that you get yeah on the lower panels anyway biggest difference is the brake dust and it can cause damage to the clear coat and eventually the actual wheel itself if you leave it for too long which is why it's important to maintain your wheels yes always look after your wheels yes so i know you all are really excited about this what brake dust is i know what it is dust from brakes yes (laughs) so majority of Brake discs are cast iron, right? And the brake pads are semi-metallic. So they've got kind of bundles of steel fibers mixed in with other little bits. When you brake, obviously the pad and the disc come together. Hopefully you know that. And then it is the abrasion between the two which generates the dust. So the the brake pads themselves can be, I think, up to 30% steel fiber, which is going to almost scrape against and abrade the um, cast iron brake disc. So in case you haven't guessed already, the majority of brake dust is iron. It's a mixture of iron and some bits of kind of carbon from the brake pads. Which is where you get your iron fallout removers. (laughs) Fallout removers are not a wheel cleaner. But that was a very exciting rundown of what brake dust is and how it's formed. Do many right, of you yeah. guys often use fallout removers on wheels? All the time. Yeah. Because I'm so yeah, lazy. If, if needed. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Which is most of the time. It's just pure laziness for me. I just sometimes can't be arsed. I just. To be fair, you can almost contactless wash with a fallout. Or, or like a um, like a fallout remover wheel cleaner, which do kind yeah. of a better job. The <laughs> one is fabulous. The um. I know it's plugging Jake again, but the shiny garage one's really good as well. Yeah, that's that's, that's not one of the few shiny garage products I've not actually tried because I love my wash products. Like, no, it's good. Protecting products don't do anything for me; they bore me. I love good wash products like snow foams, ditches washes, wheel cleaners, shampoos. I've got <laughs> millions of them. <laughs> well, I, I used to have eight millions of them, and then I just put loads in a five liter jug. Honestly, imagine having only one shampoo. Oh my god, peasant. It isn't possible. It's not. No. Right, I've got a couple of little points to get out of the way before we go a bit further into wheel cleaners and all that other fun stuff. pH. We've all heard about it. What yes. is pH? Uh, power of hydrogen, if you really want to know. Negative log of the concentration of protons. Oh, shut up. <laughs> oh, that is so boring, Adam. Yeah, oh, no, I'm... 
pretend I never said that. All right, let's just crack on. Everyone has just literally uh, shut their Spotify, whatever they're listening on, and has gone to bed. I'm going to make nice a note of the time when I said that because you can see on our stats when people stop listening, and I can I can tell them it's a massive kind of just dip there. <laughs> right back to pH, the most fun thing. It's it's misunderstood a lot in detailing. People always go for oh I want everything pH neutral or it's going to tear my paint off. Going to melt my glass out. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to ruin my car if I use anything that's pH above seven or below seven. But obviously that's not true. What we might do, I say might because it could potentially be incredibly boring, is go into pH in a bit more detail another time in another topic. But I think the most important thing to think about is that a high pH, so something alkaline, can be just as damaging as something with a low pH, which is acidic. So it's not all like, okay, acid is dangerous, um, alkaline is safe, because no. You just want to go for a high quality product. That's important because they're going to be developed well and, and safely and all those things. Acid isn't dangerous. Acid saves lives. Drink it then. No, nah, I'm all right, mate. <laughs> Another important thing when you're cleaning wheels is the wheel temperature. So, Adam, is it a bad idea to spray fallout remover all over your wheels after a 100 mile an hour hoon? But yeah, the, the take home thing there is. If your wheel is hot, do not go and spray loads of chemicals on it. Why not? Because so, well, your chemicals will burn on. You get chemical etching. Uh, that mainly applies to the people what drive to a garage to give their car contactless clean or rinse. See, it, it sounds like common sense, but a lot of people just don't consider it. If you've got uh, gloss black wheels and you've just been out for a 100-mile drive and you go in... <laughs> It's the second you get back, you go in your garage, you whip out some acid wheel cleaner and go and spray it on. Not the best idea. No. Definitely not. And another thing, I feel like this is just an episode of me waffling. But I'm What's gonna... new then? It's better than Jake waffling. At least you're bearable. It's the nicest thing anybody's ever said to me. <laughs> The fuck under compliment ever. <laughs> you're, you're not worse than Jake. <laughs> so generally speaking, there are two types of wheel surfaces you need to think about when you're cleaning them. And those are finished and unfinished. Finished is basically anything that is kind of got a clear coat or a powder coat on top that is professionally done. So even diamond cut wheels are finished because they've got a layer of clear coat on them and then you've got unfinished which i'm sure you can guess is when they're not coated so polished lit wheels um chrome wheels ultralights if something's been painted but not lacquered um a poor refurb job that kind of thing and what you've got to bear in mind when you've got unfinished wheels is that highly alkaline and highly acidic can cause damage because obviously you haven't got that protective layer of clear coat in the way which is kind of where the ph neutral wheel cleaners come into play as i said before is ph is kind of a buzzword basically but it's important in some respects so if you've got really really sensitive wheel finishes you might go for a ph neutral wheel cleaner or i don't know a wheel shampoo but we'll get onto that in a bit but also you got to remember that fallout 
wheel cleaners are often advertised as pH neutral, but that's before the chemical reaction takes place. Although the chemical reaction does neutralize itself. Let me try to help. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot me down. It's, it's, I mean, as far as I'm aware, that's. I could be wrong with that one. but Yeah, you probably are. I, it yeah, might surprise me. I fancy Richard on this one. Richard, get your, get your pH strips out, mate, and measure it. Yeah, that's such a good show. Yeah, I've got I've got 80s to play with. So anyone claiming that their products are pH neutral with things like tire cleaners, watch out. <laughs> Richard's coming to get you. <laughs> He's coming for your brand. The pH man. <laughs> Amazon scientist. You seem to have a new thing, like every few months, because it was the other uh, last time. It was. Um... Do you actually get the amount of product stated on the label in the bottle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like actually measuring out how much. You're like the worst yeah, customer but... ever. Yeah, but uh, it's good though because I could also back your point up. If you say that your product is pH neutral and it, it is, like, then... yeah, okay, yeah, it's pH neutral. I've tested it. You've got. I've the... already found. I've already found one. What isn't pH neutral? And they claim it to be. And it's a tire cleaner. <clears throat> Doesn't have the Richard Wesson stamp of approval. No, just getting chucked. I just, I just got in my head just a picture of you with your thumb up. Like, this has the Richard Wesson stamp of approval. <laughs> we should make that into a sticker. We all have a sticker, put, don't I, we? I put my thumbs up with a <clears throat> H strip in my hand. <laughs> right, one thing we haven't talked about are the tools you need to clean your wheel. Ooh. Sounds quite obvious, doesn't it? We all have actually a different opinion on this, though. Do we? Like, as in, like, what wheel brushes or wheel woolies you need? Because I personally don't like the easy detail, like the bristle brushes. The nylon I prefer ones. using wheel woolies. I know you guys are different to that. But you do need some sort of barrel brush, don't you? Yeah, obviously, if it's like a proper grim, like, heavily, heavily caked wheel, then yeah, um, the brush will come out. But no, like, like even even the wheel woolies and the um, just the microfiber ones, they're just. They get in the barrels, don't they? Yeah, that's what I use them for. But obviously, some things you, the wheel woolies are soft, so they don't yeah. they don't agitate as well on anything that's stubborn. Mm. But so obviously, that's when the easy detail brush will come out. But most of the time, I use the the wheel woolies, and you know, I've got various. They come in various sizes anyway, so you've always got one that will get into the barrel, even if you've got big brakes set up or whatever. Is that true, Richard? <laughs> The only reason why I don't really use my wheel willies much is because it doesn't fit behind my caliper. Oh, controversial! Not controversial, just lazy. Yeah. I could, I could, I could switch up and I could use the wheel willies for most of it, and then switch to my easy for behind my calipers. But even that doesn't fit very well. It'll get in some parts of it, but then the middle part of it won't. I could roll the car forwards. I'm not putting my key in my car, taking it off park or starting it and moving it forward. I'm not doing it. All Laziness. Alright, alright. If anyone can recommend a wheel brush, what will actually get behind calipers with probably less than 10 millimeters of space between that and the wheel, please recommend it. And then if you're a manufacturer of those, please get in touch and we'll be more than happy to take some off your hands. Yeah, I'm I'm personally an easy details brush kind of guy, most of the time anyway. It just depends on what kind of cars you work on. If I've got 
some real nice gloss black wheels. I'm not going to go in with a super aggressive nylon brush, am I? But yeah, know, it depends how much you like your customers. Yeah, you didn't make me a cup of tea. That's it. You're getting all your wheels scratched. <laughs> they're not as aggressive as what people make out. No, they're not. To be fair, I think where they're aggressive is when people apply a lot of pressure with them. Like obviously, with the wheel woolies, you do have to put quite a bit of pressure on for it to actually be effective. Yeah. No, do you know what wheel brushes are proper, proper heavy? Is those ones, those little ones you get in Halfords for like two quid. <laughs> oh, yeah, the ones were like bog brush. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> literally... Oh, they make me cringe whenever I see people use them, especially if they've got like a gloss black wheel. You just know that wheel's going to be grey in a few months because all the paint's mm. been scratched off. So you got your, your barrel brush of some description, whether that's microfiber, whether it's the wheel woolies, or if it's the nylon easy details ones you've got your barrel brush go have a little tiny detailing brush haven't you i don't really use brushes like detailing brush my wheels too much is that right yeah because i use the um world world's wheel wash mitt which is like a little glove <laughs> the, the what sorry <laughs> the, <laughs> wo- <laughs> let me just try <laughs> the wo- the wo-wo's wheel wash mitt so, yeah. And you can like get behind the spokes nicely, and obviously you can sort of craft your hand in the shape you need, so it sort of eliminates the need for a detail brush. And plus, I find that brushes they just seem a bit aggressive when you're doing the faces. Yeah, it, I mean it depends on which one you use, doesn't it? Because you can go for the super soft carbon collective, or, or... you can go for like a hog head. Do you all have oh, separate yeah. wash buckets for your wheels? Yes, you, you know I have. You oh, know you, you've got your really cool, clear ones. It's because I spend all my money. I do, but I very rarely will use it. Oh my god, you're the biggest cutting corners bastard ever. Efficiency. Right, time is money. <laughs> Rough as the badger's arsehole. I mean, all I do is just use my rinse bucket and then clean it out before I yeah. go on to the rest. Exactly. Or you, could, or you could buy a £10 bucket and not have that problem. Or I could just continue to be a yeah, then, you got, then you got to fill another bucket. What a just, think of, water. just think of all that iron in your bucket where you're not actually getting out properly. Do you not spray iron removing no, your buckets? Wash... Uh, I, I always, yeah, um, I always decontaminate my bucket. Yeah, full decon in clay on the Maguire's yellow buckets. Yeah. What would happen if you ceramic coated your bucket? Probably not a lot. Yeah, would the water actually touch it. Would you ever need, like, no, sometimes you've got APC in the bottom of your bucket and detail brush just to get a stubborn shit out. Do you reckon you'd ever need to do that again? Bit of LSP in your bucket. Here we go. Here's the next big thing. <laughs> what wax do you use I'm on your bucket? <laughs> Imagine if they actually bring out old bucket wax. <laughs> bucket wax. <laughs> I know the first brand that will do it as well. It'll be chemical, guys. <laughs> yeah, even that were easy. Graphene infused bucket wax. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop Infinity Wax a message after this, see if they can develop one for us. There's room in the market for it. There is. You've got to got to get in every niche in the market, and I think there's there's opportunity there. Dedicated products. <laughs> You've got to have a knee pad as well, haven't you? Oh yes, yes, definitely. All those people who say, "Oh no, I'm just a man. I don't need comfort." Wait till you're yeah. sixty, mate. You're in a wheelchair. It's like the people that say they don't wear seal skins because they're too hard. I'd rather be warm. I don't care. I'd rather be warm than have somebody on Facebook, usually behind a fake account, say that I'm a wimp because I won't wear seal skins. Um, we touched on this earlier, didn't we? Um, pre-rinsing or pre-washing your wheels before you go in. 
I think it's just yes. good practice, isn't it? Yes. There we go. That was easy. I Next topic. Yeah, I don't think we need to kind of go back on ourselves with that one, do we? No. No. Oh. Quickest topic ever, Jesus. Is the rest of this episode yes, no questions? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. So, we're going on to types of wheel cleaners. Wow. Get your science head out. Get your pen and paper out. Get ready to make some notes. If anybody who wasn't into car care, I always say this, but if anybody who wasn't into car care listened to this podcast, they think we're all mental. I think, what do these retards do on their evening? So we clean their car and they're like, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I, I, I saw your advertisement for £30 and I thought that included dent removal. <laughs> and a new yeah. windscreen. Yeah. 15 stage machine correction and ceramic coating. Followed up by a, gla- a glaze. <laughs> I mean, my first stage of machine portion is getting the kit bag out. Yeah, stage one, emptying the van. Stage, stage one, two, arrive. plugging it in. Right, let's start things off with Jake's absolute favourite, acidic wheel cleaners. <gasps> As you all know, the pH scale, well, not quite right, but it goes from 0 to 14. I mean, you, you can get different ones, but anything lower than 7, 7 is neutral, is acidic. So, wheel acid is generally... Unless you're Jake. Unless you're Jake, a last resort. Nah, mate. <laughs> if you call it a lazy resort. Yeah, all right. Last resort or lazy resort. But regardless, they're generally considered to be really strong, aren't they? Yes. You know you've got. You know it's a bad day, though, when you're spraying wheel acid and there's a big gust of wind and it goes all over your face. That's why you wear appropriate PPE. I knew you wanted to get into PPE. Adam, what PPE should you be wearing when using acid? Um, anything sensible. Gloves, goggles. Well, not goggles. Like, still toe caps. <laughs> yeah, still toe cap boots. A high visibility jacket. Full um, quarantine suit. Maintain uh, three points of contact. <laughs> if it's bad, I'd consider using a vapour mask, but that's if you're like, indoors and working with real high strength stuff so i don't know if i'm sure somebody's done it and took a massive whiff of like kkd devil's juice somebody has to have done it but that shit will burn your lungs it will burn your lungs so just don't be an idiot and read the instructions you ready for some more science yes my silence just means no (laughs) (laughs) i'm joking oh joking i am laying bad and I'm very, very comfortable, so don't be too boring. Thank you. <laughs> Send you to sleep. So, general kind of ingredients in wheel acid are something like phosphoric acid, hydrofluoric acid, and maybe some ethanoic acid. For all of you that like your acids, I don't know. I think acid is Apparently, so I'm told. Um, I don't know. Um Fun fact, ethanoic acid is, well, vinegar. So Put it on your chips. Yeah, uh, yeah, do not put wheel acid on your chips. Just saying. Yeah. Oh. So they work by actually disintegrating the deposits on your wheel. So it's really, really effective at removing any sort of metal contamination, any carbon-based contamination or mineral. So like um, hard water spots sort of thing. That's why um, Koch Chemie FSE, that's 
bit of Beautiful acidic. Stuff. A bit acidic. That's why it deals with water spots quite well. I've forgotten the name of the acid in it, but no one cares anyway. So, no. Yeah, real acid, very very effective. Um, but due to that, they can damage plastic or aluminium components. So, be careful. Yeah. Because. As much as we joke about how much acid is used, I don't actually use it on every wash. And also, <laughs> even even if I am using it, like you m- always, always, always like look at where it's going. So don't take your eyes off where you're spraying for a couple of minutes because uh, if you miss if you miss your wheel and end up on, you know, doing a nice mini, for example, with this nice plastic uh, mm-hmm. plastic all around the edge of the bu- uh, of the bodywork, oh, it's, it's not going to end yeah, well. I added two tone to your trim. <laughs> Free of charge. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> Free of charge, yeah. Complimentary service. That bit fell off. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so you might immediately think they're super, super dangerous and should never be used. Well, that could be true for the real cheap cleaners you get on eBay or whatever, because generally they're just an acid in water. They're just going to be super, super aggressive and quite dangerous. But a good quality acidic cleaner will contain other surfactants again favorite word of this episode surfactant surfactant i'm not calling it that other ingredients are going to allow the kind of active ingredients in the acidic wheel cleaner to work in a powerful but safer way wow so jake what sort of acidic wheel cleaner do you use what's not shiny garage because they don't do one <laughs> No, it's, it actually comes from Concept Chemicals, which is an off... So it's uh, it's in the Zirconite and the Expert Pro... Is it Expert Pro or Expert, Expert 6? One or the other. It's a bougie it's a, auto smart. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what I describe as your, as your, as your higher auto smart. It's your, it's your elite tier. Brand snob. Yeah, brand snob. Yeah, basically. Twat. Dev's getting grouchy. <laughs> Devil's Juice is another one that's really popular, isn't it? Because it's really, yeah. really good. Detail and Bug, I've got one out now as well. I was yes. just about to say, yeah, the new Detail Bug one's been getting some really good reviews and it's so cheap. Mm, that's next on my list to buy when my Devil Juice is out, I think. So, going to the other end pH scale, we've got Alkaline Wheel Cleaners which I'd say probably the go-to wheel cleaner in most cases. Definitely the most popular. Yeah. The main active ingredient in an alkaline wheel cleaner is usually sodium hydroxide. This basically acts as a releasing agent for any of the contamination on the wheel. Um, Sodium hydroxide is also used in kind of pipe cleaning and other industries and stuff. So the sodium hydroxide is balanced with some surfactants. And the surfactants, what they'll do is once the um, sodium hydroxide has released the contamination from the wheel, the surfactants will bind to that contamination and then that will be able to be washed away with just water. These alkaline wheel cleaners are generally more compatible with additives like those surfactants, which generally makes it more effective and safer option for cleaning your wheels very sciencey have we got any alkaline wheel cleaners we'd recommend there's so many good ones mm. no, I'm I'm really like so many 
I don't think there's much between most of them as well. I think Easy Viper they're... is just um, a KKD breakaway in a different ball. <laughs> Breakaway's good. <laughs> yeah, breakaway is good, to be fair. So is Autoglans Alkaloid. Alkaloid is my favourite. It foams up so much when you agitate it. It's really I love good, it. Man. It has a lot of work, like work time because of that. Mm. Um, yeah, the shiny garage one's good. Um, shiny garage is the most pleasurable to use. I right, think yeah. a lot of people's opinion changes on it depending on the dilution ratios. Well, because obviously pe- people, especially if you've got those in the trade line, that's nice and cost effective. Mm. Obviously, if you've got one that needs to be used, you know, one to one or even neat, it's it's obviously not going to be as popular as one you can use uh, a, a much higher higher ratio, you know, like ten to one. Which a lot of these, you know, I, I think Alkaloid and the Shiny Gary one and all of that are all sort of ten to around the ten to one mark. Mm. Can we stop saying ten to one? Oh, sorry. It's the time it will be by the time we finish. Mm. <laughs> Appreciate the fake laugh, Jake. Better than nothing. Just trying to keep you supported. It's all right. But yeah, like we said, a load of really good alkaline wheel cleaners. Yeah, I can't, I can't actually think of a one one that I've used that's I've been disappointed with. Mm. Fans haven't really used like that many. To be fair, wheel cleaner lasts ages anyway. Mm, it does. Yeah. Well, that's that for alkaline. Few. What's in the middle of the two? Hmm? Oh, I think that might be pH neutral wheel cleaners. Buzzword, buzzword. Buzzword, yeah. Uh, like we said before, Ooh. they are great for two things. If you've got really sensitive finishes, um, well, unfinished finishes, God, Jesus. Or if you've got well-protected wheels. Because the focus with pH neutral cleaners is pretty much just kind of encapsulating that dirt and contaminants with the surfactants. How many times have I said surfactant today? Um, I still don't know how to spell it. So, yeah, they work well on well-protective surfaces, so the dirt can be released much easier, so it doesn't need something aggressive to kind of, to remove that dirt from the surface first, it's going to already be quite loose because that's, that's the whole point of having a ceramic coating or a wheel sealant or whatever. So it's not going to be effective on anything that's more baked on. I don't, I don't think I've used a pH neutral wheel cleaner to be honest, so I can't recommend one. I don't know. I don't even know. About it. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even tell you one. In, in my opinion, even if you've got coated wheels, even if you use like a one to like twenty dilution ratio of like yeah. just an alkaline wheel cleaner, just something stupidly diluted, just to add a little bit of bite, and nothing was gonna. Yeah, so affect it. Even an APC. True. But yeah, that's pH neutral wheel cleaners. We haven't really got a lot to talk about because I don't think any of us have used one. I don't really see. No, I can't think of. I can't think of one. Again, unless you've got really, really delicate finishes. Controversial one next. Bleeding wheel cleaners. Ooh, like controversial. Something like built hamber auto wheel. Oh. I- I don't um, think any of these can be diluted. I think auto wheel can be, but not a great deal. Mm. But like people say, like add a little bit of water just to like save a bit of product. Mm. Not very cost effective. Are they? No, but they do work well. Mm. 
especially if you it i find they actually work sort of better say if you've got a little section of like cake like baked in brake dust and you don't have any acidic wheel cleaner or your wheels are gloss black in this middle of summer a bit of fallout remover wheel cleaner literally just sort of spray it on and agitate with a detailing brush and let it do its work and it does work wonders mm. so yeah the bleeding wheel cleaners are they're quite similar to your ph neutral ones Generally, they contain some thinner. Guess what I'm going to say? Surfactants. Yeah, those Whoa. thinner surfactants. Because if you have the more viscous ones, it's going to slow down the kind of reaction with the TGA, which is thioglycolic acid. And you might have heard of that, but you might not have done. But that is the active in iron removers which turns like the deep red to bleed out the iron as we've said before the um brake dust is generally probably about 90 odd percent iron or ferric oxide which is essentially rust what we're going to do is go into more detail on tga thioglycolic acid in our decontamination episode so we're not just going to keep repeating ourselves. So the TJ itself doesn't actually do a lot cleaning-wise, but if your wheels aren't cleaned regularly, it can give kind of an overall better result because it attacks that more baked-on iron contamination from your brake discs. Um, interestingly, there have been sort of discussions and people looking into regular use of these wheel cleaners. Um, as they can maybe potentially cause an acceleration of rusting for unpainted surfaces like a suspension or a bit of your chassis that's not painted there's not really a lot of evidence for that so i wouldn't be too worried most people don't have cars long enough to even take notice of that anyway exactly yeah but if you've got something quite old and i don't know a show car or something just something to consider anyway i i don't use them personally i've used the rsc and the shiny garage one and they and you can pretty much get away with like a contactless clean on your wheels after using it. Yeah. Yeah. Well I, I was never a fan of them and never really used them. The first one I used was actually the Autoglands Primo. Ah. Um and the first time I used that I was actually quite shocked of how good it was. Yeah. Um but I'll only use them if it's sort of like the, the one thing that's available. Primo I use a bit more often now because I bought five liters of it and it sort of works and it's especially good on um on gloss black wheels because you can obviously they the thing with the bleeding wheel cleaners is that usually really foamy when agitated like much foamier than a you know an alkaline based wheel cleaner yeah i've noticed that so it, it's particularly easy to see where you've been and obviously on a, on a wet gloss black wheel it's quite difficult to work out you know where you've actually been because once gloss black is wet it all looks shiny anyway they're not usually my first choice mm. The thing that puts me off is the fact that they're RTU, ready to use. Yes, but we said that about forced, and look at that. True. Very true. Right. You'll be happy to hear, last wheel cleaning product. (gasps) That is something that is potentially more controversial than a dedicated tyre cleaner. I'm sure you can guess what it is. Cougar Hunters. (laughs) (laughs) Close. It's actually wheel shampoos. How dare you? I've I've yet to use one. I have experience using one. Do you 
find it personally better than just a regular kind of car shampoo? Uh, in a short, yes. But the brand on the brand of it, of which it is, is a bit puppy, and I have a feeling I should try a better brand of one. Because mm. I know the Garage Therapy one gets a lot of good reviews. Yeah, the one I use, it, it, it's not so much. Oh yeah, it's amazingly different. It's not. It's just. It just feels like a more. It just feels like the suds last a lot longer, and. Mm. It actually, you can notice the cleaning power of it, sort of thing. Like obviously, if you're a regular with your own wheels and using the same products every time, you sort of know what sort of stage you're at with each. Like, say, if you did, just did a contactless rinse, then you sort of know how much is on there uh-huh. and how much a contact clean with that wheel cleaner, whether you've got to do it once or twice. But you might find that a wheel cleaner, it definitely foams up in the bucket a lot better than sort of a normal shampoo and it lasts a lot longer yeah i've i've heard that quite a lot is the kind of suds last much longer i yeah. would, I'd, I'd probably say that the main kind of advantage to using one is if you've got the really delicate kind of gloss back finishes you'd have more lubricity when you're yeah it's, it's just nice to clean your wheels when you've got like a a lot of foam coming out of it. That's why I love Shiny Garage EF Wheel Cleaner is because when you're using it, it's like you're foaming up an APC. It literally comes out of everywhere. Giggity. Mm. (laughs) They tend to be a little higher on the pH scale, generally. Um, I shall test. Yeah, but that's so they can remove some probably heavier contamination. Um, Yeah, I can't recommend any because I haven't used any yet. I definitely noticed from some other ones I've tried to to the GT one was that it definitely stays more like sudsy in the bucket, even when the bucket is full of uh, grime and brake dust and whatnot. Yeah, I definitely noticed that a lot more, and it's very very lubricated. But yeah, I don't, I, I definitely don't think it's a necessity um, product. I think you can definitely go without it to be honest, but. Yeah. yeah, you will. You will clean. It should be doing the, the the sort of the actual cleaning side of it rather than your shampoo. I, like that's, I was going to say it's pretty much like using a like a, a citrus-based shampoo instead of using a good pre-wash. Mm. If you if you've got a chance to like clean like in the summer, if you clean your car every week, then you might only need a wheel shampoo because like after a good rinse off, you probably would have got most of the shit off anyway. Um, or if, if you just can keep on top of your car or it doesn't do many miles. A wheel shampoo might be all you need. Yeah. Um, so you can literally just shove some wheel shampoo in the bucket, rinse rinse off all the loose grime and then just go in with your wheel bucket, uh, re-shampoo in it. You might not even need to be pulling out wheel cleaners. I can imagine it just kind of, might sound weird, but just feels safer to use. Yeah. Some people I love them, you, some people hate them. I think you'd need a 100ml sample and give it a whirl. Yeah. I'm impartial. I can see why people don't use them, and I can see why people use them. Fair enough. Do you, do you feel like you wasted your money? No. There you go. I like it. I think it's good. There you go. Hmm. Your opinions ma- matter more than others. Mm-hmm. Kind of jumping off from well-maintained wheels and ones that don't need a lot of intensive cleaning, we have the joys of carbon ceramic brake discs. Only certain levels of valetas and details get to do that. <laughs> so the thing with carbon ceramic brake discs is they produce pretty much zero brake dust. 
and it is fantastic. So all you really need is kind of maybe a pre-wash and you could even go in with just some regular shampoo because it would pretty much just be general road grime. And I absolutely love cleaning wheels that have carbon ceramic brake discs. It makes life so much easier. But the use of acids or eye removers can actually react with the structural resins in the disc. Now you're not going to ruin them instantly if you apply an acid or an eye remover, but it can cause damage, but it does depend on the acid you use. So not all acids are equal and some will react more aggressively with different things. So a bit of stray acid or a bit of stray eye remover when the brakes are cold and it's then rinsed away, it won't instantly ruin the discs. But a pH neutral uh, wheel cleaner or an alkaline wheel cleaner do seem to be the safest to use. One thing you do absolutely want to avoid getting on the brake discs are silicones because uh, they'll be absorbed into the disc because the um, carbon ceramic discs are porous. And then when you brake and the brakes heat up, um, it will get released, but it won't burn off. So that can cause problems with braking. So don't be more aggressive than you need to be. Like everything in detailing, start with the least aggressive methods first. And as there's no steel in the discs, there won't be any brake dust. So you don't need to be aggressive. Oh my god, I crashed because I used a fallout remover on my brake disc last night. <laughs> Imagine telling that to your insurance. Yeah. Why'd you crash? Oh, I used built hammer auto wheel. It's amazing how many people recommend that as a wheel cleaner. It's just too expensive. Far too expensive. Too expensive. I've had the same bottle of breakaway for about three years. <laughs> Probably out of date. Do you want to know something really cool? Yes. We finished. <gasps> wait, we're not. We're not. We're not. No, you're right. We're not. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What's the... <sighs> Next week. Yeah, wow, that was proper that was proper radio voice, that was. Do it again, Richard, do it again. Next week. Thank you. What is next week? So? It is. Oh, God. Shut up, Jake. We're going to get 20 minutes on an episode title if Jake says it. Here we go. As a lot of people have actually been talking about this, and they are ready for this episode, getting your detailing mojo back, slash Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> we can't use the word detailing there. ever again no it's just I'm catering for both worlds here that should be a good one because I think it's going to be relatable for a lot of people we're not going to give away too much because that will spoil it so what we've got written down here <laughs> <laughs> we'll post it on the Speed 6 group so you don't need to you'll listen. know what's coming Yeah. another thing we have a website coming soon dun, 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 dun. wow we we're going really professional. Yeah, the website's going to be really really basic. It's going to have a little section on like the hosts. When I say little, I mean like two sentences each. And, it's all Jake can spell. Yeah, basically. But I think probably the most exciting part depends on your definition of excitement. We've got a section on some discount codes we have from different retailers such as uh, YMF Car Parts and Dodo Juice and the motorcar.co.uk ignore what he said I'm going to bleep over that <laughs> but yeah anybody who has either featured as a guest has sent us some stuff in for a giveaway or has supplied us with a discount code 
they will all be featured on there with links to their websites, socials, things like that. And we will earn a commission. I wish. <laughs> be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> Uh, I, had, I, had to, I had to plug my um, M140 code on the Motorspire earlier just so I earned like one pence. <laughs> and it still wasn't used anyway. Was it not? <laughs> Cheeky little never bastard. Even, never even made an order. Did he not? No. And that is it. We're done. Thank you if you've made it this far. But yeah, like we said, this is this series is not going to be for everybody. But hopefully you took something away from it. Even if that's whack your wheel buckets. Yeah. Yes. Um, Michael, remember, message us about that. Yeah. Big things. Big things. Just again, I want to say a massive thank you to Michael from Infinity Wax for helping us with the research for this episode. And with that said, we'll see you next week. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. Adios, amigos. <laughs> <laughs>